0: Welcome to the Financial Times. I'm Helen Worrell. The relief effort is now well underway in Haiti after a devastating earthquake last week claimed over 100,000 lives and left survivors stranded without food or shelter. Our Caribbean correspondent Benedict Manda is in the Haitian capital, Port-au-Prince, and he's on the line now. Benedict, can you tell us what the atmosphere is like in Port-au-Prince at the moment now that the aid has started to flow in?
1: I'd say on the whole that it's It's surprisingly calm, given the circumstances Um, and the the complete chaos that's been caused. There are some pretty awful scenes here at the moment. Um, I mean, I've been to many different parts of the city and have thankfully really not felt that threatened at all for most of the time, at least. I mean, you know, it's it's certainly pretty edgy, and you do get the feeling that at times uh, things could flare up quite easily if people are provoked, but there certainly have been outbreaks of looting uh, you know, occasionally, uh, and and there could certainly be more if, if if the desperation gets worse. They've yet to respond in a in an aggressive or violent way. They they've been very patient and resigned, perhaps. It may it may be that they're just so used to these crisis situations. I mean, this is not the first crisis that happened. You know, in 2008 there were a succession of four very serious hurricanes. Uh, I mean, they have been natural disasters here every year. the There's also been serious political turmoil. I mean, the, the point I'm making is that the people here just seem to be taking this in their stride, because although this probably is the most awful thing to have happened in this country for a long, long time, they are, to a certain degree, accustomed to awful things.
0: Okay, well, who's in charge at the moment? Is, is there meaningful government?
1: Well... The government has taken a very serious blow. I mean, uh, many of its buildings have been, you know, razed to the ground. They're just piles of rubble. And also lots of senior figures in the government have died. The the U.N. is certainly very careful to emphasize that it is the Haitian government that is in charge and that it's just following orders and helping out in the the relief effort. So, yes, I think we have to say that the Haitian government is in charge, but they're they're, they're operating out of a dilapidated police station, and they haven't got proper offices, and communications are a problem. And and now, of course, we've got the the U.S. taking an increasingly active role with the U.S. military um, in increasing numbers on the island. Uh, so there may be some criticism there that they're sort of beginning to take too much control.
0: What do you think the main priorities should be now for foreign aid workers and and the government there? Well, the UN said today, and
1: it strikes me as absolutely correct, um, that the you know the immediate priorities, at least for the for the wider humanitarian response, do continue to be the distribution of food and water. That's absolutely key. Uh, Medical assistance, of course, is very important too. Um, Secondary, perhaps, to that is as many as a million people have lost their homes and temporary shelter is important for them. Uh, Sanitation is another issue. Like I say, food and water is is essential because um, without that, that could create instability amongst the population and it could spark uh, looting and rioting.
0: What do you think the biggest challenges are now, and how do you think they will be resolved in the future weeks and months?
1: I think there's one overarching problem which uh, which is really needs to be resolved which is one of just coordination um, you know, efficient organisation uh, which is you know, which comes back to the problem of the government um So, you know, there's been a huge amount of solidarity from countries around the world and aid agencies have been rushing in to provide support, Um, but it does need to be coordinated and organised so that all these resources are allocated efficiently. There have been a number of bottlenecks which have uh, impeded the relief effort. Um, Perhaps the most frustrating has been the the congestion in the airport, uh, and we've we've found that a lot of aid coming through uh, and uh, airplanes carrying supplies have been turned back, and, and and I think you know lives have been lost as a result. Communications is another serious issue. It's getting better, but but if people can't communicate, if, if rescue teams and and aid agencies, the government itself can't communicate to, to, uh, between itself, and that is obviously a serious problem. Another issue that is becoming increasingly worrying is the lack of fuel. Um, so again, you know, if, if um, mobility is severely restricted, that means that it's harder to get help.
0: Okay, well, thank you very much indeed, Benedict. Um, that was Benedict Mander for the Financial Times in Port-au-Prince.